So for the second time in a row, I have done the dirty. I have messed up and not done what I'm supposed to do, which is take care of this podcast for our great listeners like yourself. And I did the wrong name. So this is Cooper, just to tell you that I'm an idiot. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We have a nice little visitor on our hands, and I hope you enjoy his very... Welcome to another episode of Underqualified Analysts. This is Cooper. We have the whole squad once again. I don't know how we do it, but we did it. We got Hunter, and we got Zach. Say what's up, boys. What's up? Hey, boss. <laughs> well, <laughs> what an exciting week we had last week. Me and Hunter went through a few of our predictions, and we were mostly wrong, and that's why we're underqualified. But I will <laughs> say, Hunter was less wrong than I was. But, yeah. but, but in turn, uh, I did get the best prediction of the day. And we're going to end with that one. Of the year, yes. And I probably will never get another prediction like this again. So let's both start. Well, let's let's start with the Egg Bowl, which is uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. We were both right. We said Ole Miss was going to win. I think that that was just that was just silly. That was that was Vegas messing up. That was them thinking they were going to let down in that game. It was a lot closer than I expected. But yeah, 31-21, Ole Miss won that game. Did you guys watch that game or? I did not get to, no. Okay. I just collected my money. Yeah. No, honestly, I didn't watch it either um, because I totally forgot about it. Just like I forgot to update the Dagon. Uh, I forgot to upload um, our our uh, episode. So, you know, that was two L's by me. But we got, we got the dub saying Ole Miss is going to win. So, that's really all that matters, right? So... We're going to rapid fire these off because we want to talk about the last game. And I want to talk about the last game. And it's also really late. Yes, it is very late. So, Michigan State versus Penn State. This is the ugliest trophy I've ever seen, and it's about 17 feet tall. Um, we were both wrong, and we said Penn State was going to win. Michigan State ended up winning 30-27. Michigan State is still a terrible football team because Penn State is horrendous. What do y'all got on that game? The game just set up well for them, for Michigan State. They're running team. It was snowing. They got to – I mean, it was close, but, you know, they just got to play their football game, and they came away with the win. Ground-heavy attack. Keep the ball on the ground. Michigan State does that well. Like Hunter said, set up good for them. Still surprised it was that close. Yeah, I was. I, I actually did watch this game, and I will say that Penn State has some good wide receivers because there was a lot of bad passes thrown, and I don't know if it was due to snow or what, but Clifford, when you look at Clifford and you look at Will Levis, I just say how. How did they mess up and not start Will Levis over Clifford? Let's I don't not. Know, I'm glad they did. I am very glad they did, and that's why Mark Stoops is greater than James Franklin, and that's why our Big Blue is the true Big Blue, 
Nice try, James Franklin. All right. So next game, we got the Palmetto rivalry. We were both horrendously wrong. And yeah. I and this was my dog of the week. And this is why I am way more <laughs> underqualified than Hunter is. I had them winning this game and they did not even score a single point. Clemson won 30 to zero. I would like to not talk about this game because I was so wrong. Or we can bask in my stupidity. It's up to you all. Okay, move on. Good. Bedlam. Okay. This this actually was the best game. This was this was a wild game. And I was wrong. Hunter was right. You seem to have defense, baby. Yeah, I have the whole wrong thing down. So fade fade the coop. It never gets old. <laughs> we love it. Yeah, I'm I'm basically wrong about everything. Like, you know, I thought Zach was gonna amount to something, but he's not. So there's another <laughs> thing I'm wrong about. Just always Ooh. wrong. Always living in the wrong. <laughs> well, uh yeah, that game was wild, and I should have been right on this one. Uh, Oklahoma literally handed this victory to Oklahoma State. This was a really good game, though, so I was okay. I didn't have any money on this game either, so, like, I had no attachment to it other than me and Hunter disagreed on this one game, and this was basically the tiebreaker in between saying – Hunter did better than me. <laughs> so that was like the only thing I had on this game. I was like, ah, dang it. Hunter, Hunter's going to be better than me this week. So I was a little bit upset on that. But um, other than that, you know, really good game. And uh, did you all watch it? I watched it and I won't even get into it. I'll just say that Oklahoma State catapulted themselves. They have a real chance to make the college football playoff with a little bit of help this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't watch any football Saturday except for the one game that really mattered. Hmm. Well, Zach, you need to find another job. <laughs> I disconnected. I spent the day with uh, my boy. and It was a good day. And then I got home just in time to watch the most important game of the night. Yeah, which we, we're not going to mention until we're ready for it. So, just hold on to your seats, boys. Next game, Iron Bowl. And we got to see the worst, and I mean the worst, overtime rules in all of football. Again, I love it. So, Iron Bowl. First time the Iron Bowl has ever went into overtime. Thought that was wild. And it went into four. First Good. ever multi-overtime game for Nick Saban. Hmm. That's a fun <laughs> fact. I didn't know that either. Well, Bama ended up winning 24-22 because Auburn literally handed it to them on a silver platter. And there is no other way that you could have said that. They, they pinned them at the one-yard line, and somehow Bryce Young was just like, yeah, yeah, I guess this will be my Heisman moment because really that locked it in, I'm pretty sure. If Bryce Young does not win the Heisman, I'll be very shocked, even if he loses this weekend. But I would say this is probably the most lackluster Heisman race like we've ever had, ever. 
Like, there's no clear winner. There's no clear top two. It's like, man, I guess we can give it to this guy. Yeah, there's – I don't know. The excitement around the Heisman this year just hasn't been there, and I think that's the reason. I, I don't think there's a clear cut, oh, my gosh, that's the guy this year. That is the guy. I don't think you have that. Yeah. To talk about the game, uh, I mean, Alabama just didn't play football for 58 and a half minutes. I mean, they just didn't – they didn't play. They just looked horrible. Auburn's defense stepped up, I guess you could say, and, you know, they looked all right. Auburn's quarterback, whoever, he just was not very good. I mean, he was out there. T.J. Finley. He was hurt, I guess, you know, playing hurt too. I mean, he just – once Alabama tied it up, you pretty much knew what was coming. So, yeah. Alabama's lucky that Auburn is not the Auburn of old because they would have gotten destroyed in that football game. Yeah. Um, hold on. Setting up. They're just even glad that Bo Nix wasn't playing because, I mean, if he was playing, it would have been different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think this I, – I think – I think Auburn would have destroyed them, which is exactly what I thought that Ohio State was going to do to Michigan, and so did Hunter, because we both thought that they were the second-best team in the nation, and they just didn't play. They really did not come to play. Their defense looked atrocious. They could not stop any run. Now, was I smiling from ear to ear? You can bet your bottom dollar, honey. They lost 27-42 to Michigan, and I was fist-pumping the whole time. And guess what? I ate a one-bite-everybody-knows-the-rule pizza, which is Barstool Sports, if you don't know that. And the Barstool president, he is a huge Michigan fan, and I was I was rocking with that one-bite-everybody-knows-the-rules. Just, I mean, I, I knocked that thing down like two seconds. Um, really... Really good game for me to watch. I smiled the whole time. It was awesome. Um, what y'all think about this game? Any day that Ohio State gets beat is a good day. Ding, ding. I told you, I, I'm kind of, you know, a little bit partial to Michigan. I like I like, I like, like Michigan, but uh, I definitely dislike Ohio State more. And I think that they just proved that they just, you know, weren't what everybody thought they were. The weather – and, you know, the game set up good for Michigan, and they took advantage of it. Now the question is, Harbaugh – the question was, can Harbaugh win a big game? And the answer to that was a definite no. He's never won a big game in his entire life, ever. Um, he's lost eight – you know, Michigan's lost eight straight to Ohio State. That being said, now can he do it twice in a row? We'll see. Yeah, and, I mean, this is this is the year. I don't think that there's – I mean, I, I – I do think that they have a good – they have a pretty good defense. Um, to hold Ohio State to 27, even on off day, that's that's a pretty good game. Um, I know – is it Hutchinson, I believe is his name? He had like four sacks against them, which is wild. I mean, Ohio State's got a good offensive line. And, I mean, their, their defense, pretty, pretty solid defense. Um, yeah, and I, I just think that I, I think that Michigan should win. 
we'll get into that here in a little bit. But uh, anything you wanted to add, Hunter or Zach, or you want to go into the, the mucho macho man game? Let's move on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zach's like, I just, bro, I just want to go to bed, man. <laughs> so we had Kentucky versus Louisville or Louisville. Loserville. Loserville. And that's right. Both. Goes down, me, baby. Both me and Hunter had Kentucky winning this game. Hunter's score was pretty good. It was pretty good. 42-38. <laughs> you know, he, he said we're still going to win. <laughs> but I'm getting close and personal right now. I said 52-21. This game will not be close. And it was 52-21. Kentucky won, and they put a whooping on day ass. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me. They put a whooping on their ass. We own the state. L's down. And I love the way that Will Levis, Nike just jumped over Jumpman on him. And, like, that guy, I, I, I really wish I could talk to, the, to this man and say, what makes you think that jumping over someone is the best option? Like, like not trying to juke them. Jump straight over a six foot something athlete. That is the best option. I just, it blows my mind. Um, but yeah, just I'm going on record. I'm the only one so far to have a perfect prediction. And until one of y'all have it, you can, you can take that. I mean, everybody's got to have a win every now and then. But a perfect win. Have you ever had one of those? No, I have not. But uh, take it. What a what a game! What a game! Come out, score first drive. First Louisville drive. I was getting a little worried because they they handled us pretty well, and then to just come back and shut them down like that. Awesome performance. We own the state. Not only in football in recruiting. We're going to own it in basketball as well. Louisville just needs to dissolve their athletic program. It's over. Rick Pitino tried that. <laughs> so, as for the game, I mean, we just went out there and manhandled them. Like Cooper and I thought, I mean. Like Cooper thought, you thought it was going to be a four-point game. I don't want to hear it. Nah. Anyways, he don't know. Anyways, um, I'll say this. The SEC, we're just bigger. We were more physical. We just went out there and just put a heart on them. I mean, it was easy money. And I told you all, and Cooper told you all, it was easy money. I actually took them. The spread was Louisville. The spread was Louisville minus three. And I actually took Kentucky on the alternate spread and took Kentucky minus three. At great odds, and, you know, they just – it was easy money. As for my first ever – we'll talk about later – betting balls parlay dog of the week, they both hit. Easy money. Yeah, um, but were you perfectly right on the game? I was perfectly right for my betting balls two-team underdog of the week. <laughs> Touche. Well, yeah, I mean, great game, uh, you know – Reflecting back on the year, 
nine and three is what I thought we'd go on the year. I definitely thought we would beat at least Tennessee. Uh, we never play good at Starkville, but I definitely thought we'd do well um, against Tennessee. Fell short. You know, uh, I'm 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 used to falling short, so just add that one to the list. Um, but what what do y'all think about the season overall? I think as a Kentucky fan, if you're not a little disappointed, then you're lying to yourself. I mean, we had it set up. We had the opportunity to have a truly historic season, and we kind of let it slip through our fingers. Did anybody expect us to beat Georgia? Absolutely not. Did I expect us to lose in Starkville? Yes, I did. We should have beat Tennessee. We should have been 10-2. and But I'll take 9-3. and I think we're still going to a – Pretty good bowl game. And I look forward to seeing what we can do in the build off of this season. Build off this, take this momentum, drive this, drive this program higher. He said it. He hit it the nail on the head once again. This man just knows it all. Uh, all I'll say is great year, nine and three. Should have been better. I'm disappointed. That's all I got to say. I hope that we don't get the better bowl. I will be completely honest with y'all because if we if we get – so the two bowls that we're in between is the Citrus Bowl and the Outback Bowl. Citrus Bowl is in Orlando, which is an hour and a half away from me. But the Outback Bowl is in Tampa, which is in a fart sniff away from me. And <laughs> – I hope that we get that bowl because first off, I love Outback. Second off, I love bowls. So bring it to me. Come on. I no, want to okay. go. I want to go. Better, we want the better bowl. Okay, that's fine. I'll still drive an hour and a half, but I would prefer to only drive 20 minutes. Now, someone that would have to drive even more is our special guest of the day. My boy, I've known him since fifth grade, and he's – Ha- he's hacked onto me like a daggone leech ever since. Colton Lakeshore MVP Ingram. Make sure you unmute yourself. We want to hear that disgusting, atrocious voice. Oh, yeah. Unmute. Oh, yeah. Unmute. Unmute. Oh, yeah. Unmute yourself. There hey, there it is. There we go. Hey. I, I hit it. It just didn't work. Uh, I'm actually out here walking <laughs> my dog right now. So this is just something to do in the downtime. Uh, but uh, but yeah, what's going on, guys? Oh, nothing, nothing much. What do you think about about the cats this year? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think I, I agree with the the. I mean, I'm happy with, with the record, right? But I also feel like the the loss to Tennessee really hurts, right? Because you know, I think you, you're sitting there looking at you know you could have had a ten win season, right? On a, on a game you should have won, and I, I mean, I've talked to you about it specifically, Cooper. But I think it's. It's a rough day when you look and see DeAndre Square out there on the outside guarding a wide receiver just going down the, the sideline, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a long day. You just get busted for, you know, a 75-yard touchdown. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like Colton going against a 400-pound lineman and try, trying to get past this man. I mean, I've seen this guy's swim move. It's pretty weak, uh, so there's no way he's getting past the, the lineman. Look, I'm just stating out of this right now. Uh, I've raced two of the three of you guys, and I've beaten both of you. One of you all got a cracked rib out of the deal. Hey, so, you actually uh, maybe, didn't beat maybe you one of us. Down. 
you didn't beat one of us. Hunter, he got a DNF. He got a DM, DNF and he cracked two ribs. So, you I'm know, just saying, if you get a DNF in the Olympics, it doesn't mean you tied, but didn't it doesn't mean you lose. Well, he didn't get a gold medal. You're correct, but neither did you. <laughs> well, that's because Jerry had the, the camera pointed the wrong okay, way. We'll okay, talk about that. okay, yeah. Jerry Jerry had the camera pointed literally at the finish line instead of at the race of like who, a hundred yard race. Who yeah, does that? I, yeah, who? I mean, seriously. I mean, uh, all right, whatever. All also, right. you know, I was racing Hunter, so I mean, it wasn't going to be a photo line finish here, kind of. We're shaping up to be, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we only got about about a third of the way through the race, so we really, really don't know like what possibly could happen but colton was rolling cold i think I he was in the lead all right slightly coop, got... coop had his money on me so uh you know just oh yeah take... his... His... Right. Uh, his internet went out oh no oh he's gone i'm skidding <laughs> yeah we we didn't hear anything you said there but that's a good point to move on to our games that we have this weekend that I know Zach wants to get through because he looks like he's about to fall asleep right now. Zach's about 75 years old and mentally, so this is his bedtime. All right, first game, the one that matters the least amount of all of them, which is Oregon versus Utah, rapid fire. Who's winning? What y'all got? All right, I'll go first. Oregon, they're going to win. Rematch from basically last week. This game doesn't really matter, like I said, but we're going to go over it. Oregon, 38-24. Yeah, I think Oregon handles business. One of the rare times you'll hear me pick Oregon, ever. But I do think they win this one. Utah, again, I picked Oregon once this year. That was too many times. Utah to cover the spread. They're covering Utah. That's it. I'm picking Utah because I, I really just hate Oregon. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Now who's going to have the better jerseys? Probably Utah because Oregon does some weird stuff. Um, all right. Uh, second, second game we got on the Arsenal, probably with the most implications on it. Um, Oklahoma State versus Baylor. Um, Oklahoma State is a five-point favorite. I'm going to go with the rooting, tooting, cowboy shooting cowboys. I must say they cover that spread. I'm actually going to pick Baylor. I think spotlight's too big for Oklahoma State. I think you see them choke. I'll say that it's very tempting to agree with Zach on this one. I watch Baylor. I like the way they play. Both teams play good defense. That being said, I got to keep riding with Oklahoma State. They helped me beat Coop last week. They'll help me beat Coop again. Take Baylor plus five. Give me Oklahoma State money line. How are you going to beat me when I picked Oklahoma State? Because he's still no, right. no, I'm just saying it helped me beat you last week, so I got to stick with him this week. That's. I've never been good at English. Well, you got Colt. <laughs> uh, last time I bet Oklahoma State uh, money line, they lost. So, uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma State again, ride the lightning here. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, the, the spotlight 
it's pretty big on them, but I also know, you know, this is like their only shot at having a chance at, at the playoffs. I mean, I think they know that they have to win, right? So, I mean, I don't think they get in regardless, but. Defense, baby. Oklahoma. Oklahoma State has the best coach's hair out there. <laughs> Mike, was it Mike Gundy? His hair is just, it's crispy, son. Elaine Giffen. False. He wears a visor. Oh, wait. Uh, so do does Gundy. Gundy. Uh, probably because his hairline's thinning. He has luscious flow, bro. All right. Okay. Blonde flowing locks. That's what I'd have on, too, if I had that. <laughs> I copycat hair. <laughs> Mike Gundy's got the best pressers out there. I'm a man. I'm 40. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah, son. Uh, all right. Don't know what We've into chaos. <laughs> all right. So, on to Colton's probably number one watch on, on this weekend, and that is the American Athletic Conference. Cincinnati versus Houston. Cincinnati is a 10.5-point favorite in this game. I, I, you know, I kind of want Cincinnati to win this game. That way they get in the playoffs and get absolutely mutilated. That way that they are never in the conversation ever again. And we never have to hear about this little baby American conference bull schnitzpa. So I am going to pick Cincinnati. I don't think they cover the spread or they're going to win by 40. I don't know which one. But I do think I, I'm a, I'm just gonna say they're gonna win by like eight points. I'm gonna say eight points. Weird, weird number. Eight points. Uh, what y'all got? I'll take Cincy by a field goal. I don't think they cover the spread. They've proven time and time again that they just struggle to put teams away. I think you see. I, I do want to see them win because I do want to see them in the college football playoff because I want this nonsense to end once and for all. Houston is a team that's been putting up a whole lot of points this year. They have a good offense. They've got some firepower. That being said, the last couple of years, Cincinnati's handled them pretty well. This weekend, Cincinnati's underrated defense shows up and helps shut that Houston offense down, giving Cincinnati in a route. Yeah, so I, I think it's kind of like Coop said, right? But the only thing I would disagree on is I think they either lose or it's a blowout. And the only reason I say that is because, you know, Houston likes to air it out. And I really do think that Cincinnati, I mean, they probably have a couple of the better DBs in the nation on that team, right? So I think if there's a team you probably don't want to throw it on consistently, it's them. But watching them play, like, I mean, I think it's Tulsa played them and I mean ran for like 300 yards on them and kept it a pretty decent ball game the entire time and Tulsa's like at the time was like two and seven so uh <laughs> you know some some real red flags there if uh you know we were talking about running a football which they're gonna get ran on whenever they get into the, the college SEC. football playoffs if Oklahoma State loses but on to my favorite game of the weekend, and uh, if Colton and – actually, second favorite. Sorry. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Sorry, guys. Uh, Michigan versus Iowa. This is the Big Ten. This is where we get to see if 
uh, Harbaugh is actually about that life, and we get to see if Iowa is as trash as they look and as trash as they are. Michigan, they're going to route them. Iowa is so bad. They are so bad. They will not – I don't I'll, – I'll be shocked if they score. I'll be really shocked if they score. It's going to have to be a defensive touchdown. Iowa's bad. We're, Kentucky's going to play them in a bowl game, and we're going to probably 40-piece their ASS. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to – I don't know. Uh, I saw it on my paper, though. Um, so I, I think I think Michigan wins by 30 or more. Yeah, I think Michigan routes them. Michigan's a really good football team this year. Michigan money line, Iowa plus ten and a half. Uh, I'm going to say that if Iowa can keep it a nine-point game, they've got a shot at it. But uh, it's not going to stay that way because that's literally all they can score. Uh, but uh, after that, yeah, no, it's shot. It's Michigan. So, like, you know, first quarter, like halfway through, they'll have it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. If this is a field goal only game, Iowa may have it, guys. Uh I'll uh, that was a good point, Colt. I uh this is why I brought you on here. Because I knew you're gonna bring these these overqualified takes for our all of our unqualified ears. It's really um, the knowledge that I bring. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. So last game, biggest game. Biggest playoff implication by far, not even close. One of these teams is getting into the college football playoffs, and that is Georgia versus Alabama, the SEC championship game. And I have said it all year that Georgia is bar none the best football team in the nation. It is not even close in my underqualified opinion. And I don't think this game is close. I, I truly don't. Now, I will say Saban gets his teams ready for big games better than anybody out there. So I'm going to retract my statement and then retract it right back. I think that Georgia routes the Tide. Roll Tide no more this year, boys. Georgia, 21-point victory. I just think Georgia is way too much to handle at this point. That defense is next level. Alabama is having a really tough time protecting a quarterback. They couldn't protect him against Auburn. I feel sorry for Bryce in this game. He's going to get hit, and he's going to get hit often. Uh, Georgia routes him. Alabama's proven over and over. They are not the Alabama that we're used to seeing. Poor Bryce Young is going to have a really bad. Time. You got a bulldog. You got a bulldog barking right there in the background. Yeah, yeah. That's Roscoe. Roscoe made an appearance in the first episode too, which I then tried to edit out. And you can't edit out the Roscoe because the Roscoe stays where the Roscoe wants to be at. He was throwing I, his pick in for the Bulldogs as well. Yeah. If you want to beat the Bulldogs, you got to feel the bite. <laughs> and we learned that the very hard way. As we've talked about all year, George's, George, this was the best defense that college football maybe has ever seen. 
their offense has proven that they can be, you know, good enough to win every game this year. And to really not even, you know, not even close. I mean, like you said, this is a historic year for Georgia. They have beaten everybody to a pulp. Nobody's even given them a scare. <laughs> Roll Tide, baby. Give me Alabama money line. Nick Saban. He's just – he's Nick Saban. Alabama roll yeah. tide. Yeah. Roll tide roll. They don't need points, money line, Alabama. You're going to need a new quarterback by the second half. Don't worry. Hunter will come in. Bingo. <laughs> Bowl County. So, I just want to point out that Roscoe Barkin was actually the underdog pick of the week. But, uh, you know, we, we won't talk about that. Uh, this is the only chance you guys will have for the next decade to bet Alabama as an underdog. So, I mean, you should probably just hammer down on that. But, uh, anyway, uh, you know, I also would like to point out Georgia's lost, what, two or three linebackers off of their, like, starting roster this year? It don't matter. They I'm ain't going to get to the secondary. Teams still have not. <laughs> scored more than two touchdowns against a team that's lost three linebackers in a season and are still just like, yeah, it's fine. We got a guy that he uh, was a walk-on, but he's still a five-star. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> still going Alabama. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to pick them by ten points. So, yeah, line it up. You Alabama will never – money line, baby. Yes, sir. You will yes, never sir. live that down. You, yeah, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You will never live well, that down for me. And you're wearing an, uh, I don't uh, anymore. Cut off. I don't. Uh, I don't anymore. Off. You're still you, not going to live it down. This half of the one. screen, this half of the screen will never live it down. This half of the screen, roll tide, baby. Well, my screen looks a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> my screen looks completely different. He was like, this out of the screen. <laughs> yeah, well, I it, just. I, I, you know what? I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm going to bet $100 on Georgia to cover the spread. Okay. What, what's the spread? Six, six and, and a half. half. If you would have listened yeah. earlier. Hey, then I told you. I had a dog barking, all right? You know what? That was your dog, of the, dog week. of the week, son, all right? Alabama. Well. Put the 401K on it, boys. Line her up. <laughs> Coop, I'm, I'm going to need you to put it know, on it okay? for me. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> tell them, Hunter. Las Vegas, Nevada. A city that was not built on winners. 81% of the money is on the Bulldogs. 19 measly percent is on Alabama, and they're getting paid, boys. They're getting paid. It's going to be 82% after I'm done. <laughs> I would like to ask one question. No. Didn't, didn't Hunter fail math in college? He did. It's but a real I question. I feel again, like if he put the <laughs> into it. I tried, tried again. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that that wraps up all of our picks uh, for this week. But I'm gonna do the ACC, huh? No. Nah. Hey, hey, that. hey! Does that does that matter? Does it have playoff implications? That's a Power hey. Five conference. You did the Pac-12. They don't have any implications. They're trash. I don't care. I like Oregon. He just he just likes to pick Oregon. <laughs> That's all I wanted to pick. That's all I wanted to pick. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got something to say. We already know the Betting Bows and Colton Ingram combined dog of the week. 
Well, no, I, I got it. I, nope. Nope. Don't put me in on it. Fade the Colt, baby. Fade the Colt. Yeah. Nope. Colton is our, is our uh, MMA expert, actually. <laughs> he is a resounding <laughs> four and 126. So he is the definition of underqualified. That is why I brought him on here. It's those um, four that ruin the parlays for you. Let me tell you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we did. We, we did have one uh, with Adesanya and some random like Yugoslavian Jan, guy. Jan, Jan. I don't even know how to say it. the Polish destroyer, baby. <laughs> yeah, the Polish destroyer. So you know, just while we're at it, we might as well do. Uh, give me your, give me your UFC lock. While Hunter is telling about his Benbo's dog of the week. <laughs> Who fights? Bro, <laughs> you're an expert. You know, hey, look, I, you're I, an you expert. I got oh, you, Hunter. Hunter, tell him, tell him your pick. All right, I'll say this while Colt is in. Thank you. Good Thank you. Thank you. My alma mater, the Boyle County Rebels, play in the state championship game <laughs> Friday night. Shout out, Boyle County Rebels. Come on, bring it home, boys. Play Johnson Central 4A. At Kroger Field, they're gonna bring it home. That's that's your dog of the week. They are probably a dog, I would say. Yes, they are a dog. As we have a dog just hammering, barking in the background. <laughs> this is the best dog of the week we've ever had. That's what happens when you order DoorDash in my neighborhood. All right, it's on site. Yeah, those hey, were actually so, gunshots. Uh, it's all about the production value, baby. That's why people listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> we have seven official listeners. Hey, so uh, you're, uh, you're UFC picks, buddy. I got them for you right here. Uh, Jimmy Crute broke his leg in his last fight. So uh, picking him and uh, Jose Aldo in the main event. So uh, there's your two, two-leg two lock, you know, uh, pun intended. Dog, okay. Jose Aldo, underdog, plus 115. Lock it in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad that we have, we have our two experts here and a third one in Roscoe that uh, really just wants to be on the podcast pretty bad. So I went ahead and muted Colton uh, for you all and our, our viewers. Hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. We tried to make it short, ended up not being. So you're welcome for that extra little bit of listening. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and go dogs. <sighs> <sighs>